Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Well, I, I learned something. And it's sharing time. And I am uh, ever appreciated. Uh, I do appreciate God for all that he allows me to learn in my life. One of the best lessons I've learned is that hardship teaches you some great lessons. Challenges brings about some of my best results. I think what I'm trying to say is 
in every challenge and hardship, every setback, I've learned something so, so valuable. So here's here's what I've, you know, I've known this, but I've just learned it at a different angle. Appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Now, I don't know how that sounds to you, but I, I can't tell you how true it is. God being fair and just as he really is. He really is. He's a fair and a just God. What's most beneficial to us is he happens to be full of mercy and grace. And I'm telling you something, man. I've probably benefited from his grace and mercy more than anything else. I mean, really, man, if it wasn't for him just forgiving me and then for him just touching my life the way he has, I mean, I'm not, I'm not here in this position today. I'm just not. But a funny thing has happened along the way, even to you if you look at it. Is that your genuine appreciation and gratitude has been the key to you having more for your continued blessings and for making room for heaven to open up and pour out blessings that you don't have room enough to receive. If you look at it, see God being a fair and just God, which he is, why would he put more on you than you can bear? If you've noticed everything that's happened in your life, if you're still here, you've made it. You know, forget how rough it was, got that, but you made it. Forget what it sent you through and it how it made you feel. You made it. Now, what makes people give up and you hear about people committing suicide is they leave the God out of their life. And they start allowing that other voice to control. And if it's really true that God never puts more on you than you can bear, as long as you stay connected to God, you can get through anything. But you lose that connection. You lose that communication. You lose that relationship with him. If you're not having a relationship with God, then who you having a relationship with? Now, it ain't ain't but two forces at work at all time. It's good and evil. It's positive and negative. It's God. It's Satan. Now, this, this is at work all the time. So, if you're not being positive about everything, you leave room for negativity to step in. If, you, if you're not trying to be righteous in your way, then you allow evil to step in. If you don't work on your relationship with God, come on now, look who you letting step in. So now, I'm, I'm asking you to understand that God never puts more on you than you can bear. Okay, now that we got that clear, that's a fact. Okay, now with that fact in mind, let's go over this right here. Why would God, being as just and merciful as he is, put more on you than you can bear? Example, if God is giving you blessings and all you're doing is complaining about them, you're never showing any appreciation or gratitude about it, 
Why would he give you some more stuff to be ungrateful for? Why would he give you some more stuff to complain about? Why would he give you some more stuff that you would not show any more appreciation for? I mean, this thing is real simple, man, ain't it? If you think about it. So a lot of times, man, when I was going through my positions of not having and and wondering and all like here, I ended up checking myself and going, man, I'm not even showing any gratitude or appreciation for the things he has done for me. Start showing some appreciation and gratitude because it's the key to having more. It's the key to continued blessings. It's the key to the windows of heaven opening up and pouring out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. It's the appreciation and gratitude of what you already have. As minimal as it may appear to be right now for you, it is still what you have. But if you've shown no no gratitude for the minimal, why would he give you the maximum? I mean, I'm just really just trying to put it real, real simple so I can keep understanding this thing right here. So let me give you an example in my life. I had gotten so busy at one point that I had began to complain about how busy I was. This is true because I I am busy. But it ain't the busy part because I asked to be busy. You know, I asked God to give me opportunities and to make a way for me. Well, in that, you got to do something and you got to get busy. But I I began to complain about the busyness and how busy I was. And I noticed that a couple of things slowed up for me. So I had got to the point where I wasn't showing real gratitude for it. Well, I looked up and a couple of things started slowing down. And then I had to catch myself. And I went, wow, man, you have got to start embracing the fact that you are this busy. Embrace the fact that what all comes along with it, because to whom much is given, much is required. You got to start embracing the requirement part if you want to continue with the giving part. So I changed my attitude. I caught myself and I started thanking him and showing real gratitude for how busy I was instead of complaining about how busy I was. And then guess what? It opened up the windows of heaven and some more blessings got poured out. It just works that way all the time. For everybody, for me, for you, for everybody. So listen, y'all, again, your appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Your appreciation and gratitude is the key to continued blessings. And your appreciation and gratitude is the only way that you can get those windows of heaven to open up and pour out these blessings that you won't have room enough to receive. You got to act like you're glad for what you got in order to get more. You feel me? (laughs) Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. 
Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right, all. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please. This here is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now today, today's show is dedicated to me. I'm dedicating this one to me because I have decided today from the beautiful country of Botswana that I, I, Steve Harvey, was going to be pretty, pretty ignorant today. And that's the decision I've made. Please join in with me. Hold your breath. Hold yourself. Or just hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Oh, one of my favorite days. <laughs> Good morning, yep. Steve. Make I'm me gonna proud. I'm going to let him have it. I just decided. Don't worry, girl. <laughs> Don't even worry, girl. I want to cry Have my I ever let off. you down? No, you have not, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Carla I Pharrell. I love the don't even worry girl, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Please. I've decided that okay. today was going to be that. And if I miss, I got help, Junior Boy. Morning, Unc, backing you up right here. <laughs> yes, right, nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. In the building. You on a delay? delay? Yeah. No, uh, I, my. That's oh, all right. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. So what's going on over there, y'all? Oh, in America. What's over going here? on over there yeah. where you at? In the USA. <laughs> or Trump, Trump yeah. do something. Man, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you right now. Nah, they just trying to be chicken sandwiches. You, you what? 
I said, I'm tired of explaining him. Oh, over there over in there? Botswana? Yeah, oh. the president. Mm-hmm. I am tired. Uh-huh. How could you let such <laughs> a thing happen? Yeah. Why did you all do this? Yeah, and we feel the same why way. Does, why does he say the things about us he says? Hey, man, I can't answer that question. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine what the world thinks when they look at us. <laughs> Right now. One dude asked me, has your president ever been here? I said, look, man, quit calling him my president, okay? Let's just start. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. A, you ain't going to take all the weight. the president. <laughs> yeah. Well, the good news is next year we have a chance to change that if we get to the polls uh, like we did this In past both. Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Democrats made a show. Democratic governor uh-huh. in Kentucky. And, yeah. That's good news. They got out and voted. Where Trump visited and tried to make a difference at the last minute, and it didn't work. So, you know, I mean, voting matters. It just does. It just does. Oh, it absolutely does. Mm-hmm. It absolutely does. Shirley, your energy's a little low. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Is my energy low? Okay, let me pick it up. I thought I, 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 I could just tell the difference. Oh, okay. You know? No, I'm good. I've been working with you in radio longer than anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened? What happened? I said, I've been working uh, alongside Shirley longer than anybody. I can tell when anything's oh. going on in her voice. Yeah, uh, you know, just uh, take... next year will be 20 years. No, I'm good, Steve. Good. Uh, I'll pick okay. it up. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. It's a little you're good at picking up stuff in voices. Julie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Spent a lifetime at it. <laughs> He's doing oh, that. My job, you're baby. a trip, Steve. <laughs> All right, listen, we'll pick up the energy coming up at 32 after the hour. Ask Steve, your favorite segment coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Ask Steve. Steve, of course, this is your favorite segment. Uh, we're going to ask you questions. I'll ask that you keep your answers short. Are these, are these real questions, questions that y'all actually ask me? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. 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 What do you mean? Yeah. Okay. It's real question. Right. You think they're fake? Why do you think we got fake oh, questions? No. Just ask a regular. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go ahead, Shirley. You started like it we up. always I'll kick do. it up. All right. Jesus. All right, Steve. So growing up and, and getting grown and all of that, having homes and things, what, what was your most annoying neighbor like? The one I got right now, the German lady <laughs> that stayed next to my house in Atlanta. What, what, Hateful, what's the evil, problem? racist ass woman. She's racist. Oh, really? really? She don't like black people at all. Uh-huh. She's racist. She lived right next door to me right now. Worst neighbor I've ever had. Way worse than Miss Payne to stay across the street from me in Cleveland. Oh. <laughs> what what mm. does she do, Steve? What? Uh, she calls the cold people all the time. Like if we put new lights up, they too bright. Uh, if we run our sprinklers too long, she reports it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she she a one-woman block watch party, and she don't watch nobody's house but mine. <laughs> a one-woman really, block party. Oh, this, this woman, man, is crazy. <laughs> and then the housing people come out, and they have to go, I'm, we're sorry to bother you, Mr. Harvey, but we have to come out and check this. I said, cool. I'm not taking no light. Your lights are absolutely perfect. Fine. And there's a water restriction right now, so you water in your grass. It's fine. Thank you. This is all the, it's the worst person I've ever met. Wow. She hates and you Marjorie. have met her. Wow. You have met her? Oh, she no, hates seriously. your wife, too? She called Marjorie a black bee one day. <gasps> what? No, this is real. What? 
Why yeah. we ain't whooped her ass? What is we talking about? Man, little Tommy. old lady Tommy. You famous, huh? We can, me and Tommy no. can do it. We no, can send no. some. We can send another little old lady over there, black, <laughs> and handle it. <laughs> My grandmother ain't doing nothing. She retired. Uh, <laughs> For you? We got some little old black no, ladies. She's the most <laughs> hateful neighbor I've ever had. Ever. Wow. Ever. She needs to but move a plan from Atlanta. is in place, so don't even worry about it. Oh, I'm not okay. moving. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Oh, no, don't oh, let her run you off. Oh, I'm okay, not I need to talk to Steve Harvey. Harvey. No, so, she whoa, whoa. needs to Steve move. Harvey. She hate black people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't and worry. And she lives don't in worry. Atlanta. In Atlanta? <laughs> oh, 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 it's coming. Oh, here, here the funny part. She report the police mm. and then black police come. Steve, what's up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she can't stand that. <laughs> Let me get a selfie, Steve. What's happening? Hey, man. She be so mad. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I called you. Steve, man, we didn't know this was you. What up? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Steve, you know Steve you're I you? get a picture, man. Steve, Steve, Steve. My mama, man. My mama love you, dog. <laughs> But does she know who you are? Why have we not? Yeah. Oh, she knows. She sees you oh, on TV on, and hey, the whole Listen everything. to me. We handling listen everything. Don't even worry yeah. about it. You just ask me, me the Let me tell question. you something, though. She ain't you can still order her ass with You can still order her ass with It ain't no need. Ask your question. It ain't no need. Her life is ruined. Her life is all jacked up. She's so busy worrying about what's happening on this side of the fence that she can't take care of what's on her side of the fence. People like that, man, that she just evil and hateful. Yeah. And I give her plenty of stuff that I keep a new car coming up in the drive. <laughs> Come on, Tommy, what's question? your question? Hey, let me uh, tell you something. I got, I got dealerships bringing cars over I don't even want just so she thinks we got another new car. <laughs> 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 off. Yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, uh, why is the the why is the man a person or why is the man who invests all your money called a broker? Why would you give your money to somebody that's broke? That don't make no sense to me. But go ahead, because I know you got a broker. Why would you give your money to somebody that's broke? Uh, anybody else got a question? Yeah. Oh, you're not no. going to answer him? You Come can't on, just skip Steve. over his yeah. question? You no, have to answer no. it. Yeah, yeah, I can. Anybody, anybody no, can Steve, answer you that. said you are going to be ignorant today. You got to just rise yeah. to the occasion. Because Why if you is don't, the man you invested with called a broker? Why are you going to give your man Because if you don't invest something? with him, because if you don't invest with him, you're going to be broker. <laughs> Why are you acting like lady broker. next door? Why are you acting like lady <laughs> next door? <laughs> nah. <laughs> That's why they call the him a uh, broker. <laughs> broker. Come I'll on, be Carla. back. Keep it moving. <laughs> Tommy All said right. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. Come Keep on, Carla. <laughs> you in deep thought. <laughs> yeah. Like, All right, Steve. Question. I love this. What food are you craving right now that isn't available where you are? You window. Oh, a real pizza. Just a real pizza. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That don't have an, an entire hog part on it. 
Oh. What, like the head? What? What are you saying? Man, they'll have like a piece of bacon sitting on your pizza so damn big it just like ham. And be halfway <laughs> uncooked, though. Yeah. 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 No, they, no, they can cook over here, but a little bit different. A little bit different. Just got to. And there's a, there's a language barrier about what you order. You can't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's lost in translation. I yeah. asked for a fruit platter. They bought me all fruit on a platter what none of it sliced. <laughs> I swear to God, right, that just happened. That, no, that just happened today. A fruit platter, and what none of the fruit sliced, just everything on a platter. I said, this is too much work. Come on, Junior, ask your question because I'm trying right, to get uh, back to Tommy. All right, uh, how do you get past the past level? Mm. How do you get what? How do you get over a past level? Get another one. Yeah, how do you Uh-oh. get over? We got to carry this over. Get another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up, Nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. Get over right her with this. another <laughs> her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, John Witherspoon's celebration of life draws some of Hollywood's biggest stars. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. But before we get into that, you you had a question you wanted to ask your Yeah, I, right, you nephew. know, before we left, it, it was asked Steve, and I, let me get one more in before we do this prank. Unk, if corn oil is made from corn and vegetable oil is made from vegetables, what is baby oil made from? Vegetable <laughs> oil. Uh, baby oil comes from little uh, baby is pee, baby pee. <laughs> It's actually baby pee before it comes out. They drain the baby, and it's inside the baby. So before the before the pee comes out, it they squeeze the baby, and it comes out the butt, and that's oil, and that's baby oil. That's where it comes from. Thank you, this Tommy. Baby and oil thank comes you, from the baby, and it's not pee. It's actually oily. They just squeeze the baby, not real hard. It just to the baby go. Not real hard. And it's just a little, kind of like a squeeze okay. down. It's a, it's a little thick, slippery liquid that comes out the butt, and it's called baby oil. And Johnson Johnson has gotten in trouble about it a lot of times because a couple people think that they exposed their baby too hard. That has been a problem. All right, come on. All right, it go, it go to prank. All right, the prank is... Say no more. Uh, wedding and a funeral. Yeah. Wedding and a funeral. Let's go, cat dog. Hello, this is Ryan. Hi, I'm trying to, uh, Ryan. Ryan, how you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm good. What am I speaking to? This is Josh. Josh over at the, I'm one of the officials at the church where you guys are, are getting married tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? I want to thank y'all for that, too, man. We will appreciate it. Good, good. Well, we definitely hope to make you a member here sooner or later since you guys are getting married, you know? Hey, man, you know, I'm trying to get this work schedule changed up. You know what I'm saying? They got me working on Sundays now, man. So as uh, soon as I, I tweak that and move that around a little bit, I'll be there. Okay, listen, we have a, a bit of a situation that's come up. We have some problems and, and uh, miscommunication, and, and it's definitely been on our side. Uh, they had your name, Ryan, down here with your phone number as well as your, your soon-to-be wife, Sonya. They had her name here, but we, we didn't want to call her with this. We wanted to just uh, reach out and, and talk to you and see if it just make you aware of what was going on, okay? Well, what's, what's going on, man? There's been a mix-up on, on scheduling. I don't know if you know Sister Ola makes. She passed away a week ago, oh, uh, and you're not you're not a member of the church, so you wouldn't know her. But she's one of the one of the oldest uh, members here at the church. Sister Ola Mae 
passed away. And uh, what's going on is you all's wedding is tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Right. But the actual funeral is at 3 o'clock here at the church. Okay. Uh, what's your name again, brother? What? Josh. Josh. Okay. Look here, brother Josh. Um, hey, man, we, we, we already got this thing in motion, man. We didn't send out... They have near 200 invitations, man. I mean, God bless yeah. Sister Ola yeah, yeah. May. And, 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 and I understand that, but, but, but I mean, you know, she, well, there's no way we could have moved it around. Now, the biggest problem, the funeral home is bringing the casket first thing in the morning. So what I, what I wanted to make you aware of, and I, I don't want you to tell your wife this, but the actual casket will be in the sanctuary, but we will have it covered. Hold, hold, hold up, man. Are you serious? Now, look here, man, y'all need to move this round. I don't know what y'all going to do. If y'all have a fellowship hall in the back or something like that. We don't, don't, uh, 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 Ryan, the only place we can actually put the casket in, if we didn't put it there, is in the actual room that your, your soon-to-be wife would be changing in. That's the only oh, place. Man, you got your mind. My wife ain't fixing to change no room with no dead body. Are you kidding me? And, and you know what? I understood that. That's the first thing I thought of. And that's what I said. Let's just put the casket where it goes for the funeral. And we're gonna cover it up and see. Basically, you actually get in. Wow! I can't even believe you called me with this man. Look here, and excuse my French, man. Yeah, I know I need to get back in the church. I really do. But right now, Doug, this ain't going down like this, man. Now we didn't okay. already paid the money. And first of all, first of all. You know, she shouldn't. I don't even feel like she even had to, 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 to pay. You know, to, to hold no wedding over at her church where she paid tithes at. That's that's the first thing. You know, I ain't like that from the jump. But I went ahead and went with it because she want her pastor to marry us. And now you got the nerd to tell me that y'all we arranged that a funeral gonna happen the same day as my wedding, and my wife got to get dressed in the room with a dead body. Well, no, we we not gonna put her in that room. I, like I say, I, I'm putting that body first thing in the morning. I'm gonna put that body. In the, right there in front of the uh, pulpit, and we're going to cover it. Now, what you're getting out of this, you get more flowers because there's going to be flowers from the funeral. So I'm thinking that's probably going to be a little bit of a perk for you. I just wanted you to be aware that there's probably going to be more people than you think because some of the people that's going to be at your wedding is really for the funeral. Hey, hey, uh, hold, hold up, man. Are you serious right now, man? Uh, look here, Doc. I didn't pay for the Wedding that happened at this church, man, okay? Ain't, and no disrespect to the lady that has passed, God bless her family. I ain't playing. To not put no dead body having no funeral at my wedding, man. That's crazy. What the wrong with y'all down there? Church too, sir. She's a member of the church, too. I don't, hey, I don't give a about her being no member of the church, man. I done paid for this wedding, and it's going to happen tomorrow, man. You not fixing to put no dead body at my wedding. You watch your Mr. Ryan, Mr. Ryan, I mean no disrespect, but the woman has passed. She is not going to get up. So, hey, I mean, what, what is the problem? The problem is your called me with this man the day before my wedding, and we didn't schedule six months ago. I done spent $25,000, $30,000 on this wedding, okay? And are you going to tell me that we got to share our wedding with a funeral? What the hell is wrong with you, man? Look, let me ask you something. Do you want to have your wedding at this church? I paid for the and like, what you mean? Well, I'm having the wedding. Okay, I tell you what, let that body be up in the barn. I'm rolling the <laughs> right out to the street. Y'all gonna sit out there in the front and, 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 and throw flowers while throwing rice. But we're gonna have a wedding inside the sanctuary tomorrow. I promise you that. Sir, I can't, I cannot assure you that it won't be. I have no other place to put the body. Okay, well, I, I bet y'all found somewhere to put it. If I get that tomorrow, it's a body in there. It's gonna be a couple of bodies in there. And I ain't 
You got two choices, to move that funeral or to reimburse me back this $30,000 out an hour to spend. Those are the only two choices I want to hear about. Meet me at the front door tonight with a $30,000 cashier check. Oh, we say to have this wedding up in there tomorrow morning. You heard me? I ain't playing. I ain't playing at all. No jokes. What the is wrong with y'all, man? You can do I, something I, I, else, man. Listen, hey, I understand hey, that. Listen, sir. I don't, don't want to hear no more from you, man. Now, all I'm saying is it's going to be a wedding at this church tomorrow without the everybody. That's all okay. I'm saying. Push Ryan, to the back, man. Ryan, hey, I, there, there's, there's one more a bit of an issue that I need to tell you also. What the can be worse than a dead body? What issue can be worse than a dead body at my wedding, man? The issue, sir, that is worse than a dead body is this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your best man, Jeff, got me to prank phone call you. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, You know what, man? The best man about to get the best whooping he can possibly get, man. I ain't playing these that got me the day before. Oh, this to get the best beat down possible, man. I'm telling you. Hey, one more question. What's the baddest radio show in the land, Ryan? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, babe. All right. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. <laughs> uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. David Letterman. Ice Cube, George Wallace, 
Those were just a few of the people who spoke at John Witherspoon, John Witherspoon's homecoming service, a uh, homegoing service. The 77-year-old passed away suddenly after going into cardiac arrest at his home in Sherman Oaks last week. Uh, Letterman, who started off in the comedy game with John, uh, Richard Pryor, Robin Williams, and Jay Leno, kicked off the celebration. He said, I can't tell you the disappointment that this day brings me because John was supposed to speak at my funeral. Now what am I going oh. to do? Uh, he, he joked before adding, if you're interested, sign up in the lobby. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ice Cube had a touching tribute um, to John Witherspoon, and he spoke about how John could take any script, no matter how bad it was, and make Flip it something special. Mm-hmm. He probably summed it up, uh, summed up the sentiment on the uh of the day when he said the world is just not as funny without John Witherspoon. Others who paid tribute to the legend included Cedric the Entertainer and Bill Bellamy. Regina King wasn't able to be at the service, but she sent along a video tribute. The Witherspoon family asked that instead of flowers, donations be made to the Actors Fund or the Angela and John Witherspoon Family Foundation for the Arts. Wow. Wow. He was loved. Wow. He, was, he really man. Man. When you see those types of people coming to a funeral and speaking, taking the time out, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. says a lot, man. It really, really does. That yeah, the life does. you lived counted and mattered to so many. So that's great. Yeah. It's good yeah. news. In other entertainment news, ABC will show a live recreation of two of 70 sitcoms in front of a studio audience uh, the week before Christmas. Get ready for All in the Family. It will be followed by Good Times. The cast for Good Times will be announced in the coming weeks. Wow. The All in the Family and the Jeffersons live re- uh, recreation was a ratings winner. You remember that back in May with uh, Jamie Foxx playing George Jefferson. Remember that? Uh, ABC yes. recreated shows from multiple Emmy winners. Um, Norman Lear creations. Woody Harrelson and Marissa Tomei played the iconic lead roles of Archie and Edith Bunker. It was Bunker. good. I remember mm-hmm. that. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. It was. Man, yeah. It was really good. Yeah. It's good. Ah, yeah, and of course, can, Jamie good played Good times, though, y'all. I know. Ooh. Ooh. Florida and, oh, James. And, who gonna play? Who gonna play James? James? Who, yeah. Who's gonna Let play James? James, play James, James, James can here. play James. James. Here. Who'd you say? John she? Amos is here. Let John, let John on, Amos though. play John. Oh, Faison. Faison Love can play who? James. James? Bookman. Oh, he can play Bookman. He can play Bookman. No, you be a good Bookman. I ain't big like that. What? Are you, what? They do prosthetics, what? makeup. Come no, on. You're an actor. You got to be big. No. Okay. Jamie Foxx yeah. wasn't short. No, like put some makeup on you. Come on. Yeah, uh-huh. Jamie Foxx ain't short. You ain't tall, so what's wrong? What's problem? <laughs> Get your acting game on. Yeah. Hell yeah. What are we talking about? Jamie Foxx was George Jefferson. He ain't short. Yeah. He played the hey, role. Listen, listen uh, you know who could play JJ? That's who I want. Who? DC. Hell, you Young could do that Fly. too. He's stupid. Yes. DC oh, Young yes. Fly could play he that role. Yeah, he could play JJ. I thought he could play J.J. too. He's stupid. <laughs> Dynamite. No, oh, you're okay. right, though. If, I, if I'm going to pick a role. Uh, J- want, Tommy, Tommy, want... Tommy, you could be everybody in there except uh, Penny. Thelma. And Thelma. <laughs> but you know who I'd like you see, to see you coming in and play? What, Sweet you? Daddy. <laughs> yes. Sweet Daddy, JJ, baby. you in trouble. <laughs> 
What about Walona? Oh, Walona's still here? Yeah, but who could play? Who could play? Oh, who could play Walona? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is oh, definitely a good casting. one, too. Yeah. Jennifer Hudson. Oh, oh. Mm. Oh, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like that, Steve. She's studying for Aretha to play Aretha right now. She's reading oh, the script. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Carla, what's the lady you. on the uh, on the help? Hmm. The movie The Help. She could be. Viola she could Davis. Be she, no, the, her friend. Yo. What's the friend? Oh, in, in? um, yes. Oh, Octavia Spencer. Octavia, Octavia Spencer. Octavia could be Florida. Yes. Oh, she yeah, could. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. All day could. long. Ooh, this is fun. Wow. Yeah. Any ideas for Thelma? That's cool. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Thelma, Steve. Ooh. Ooh. Thelma. Ooh. It's got to be fun. I know. That's Beyonce. my first thing. Ooh, Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring the, bring the beat in. <laughs> Hell. Hell. Beyond him. Beyonce could be Florida if she wants to. <laughs> she could be yeah. any of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. All right. So we got Faison Love playing James. DC Young Who Clyde play playing Penny? JJ. Janet Oh, yeah. Janet Jackson. Tom, I'm sorry. I'm not Penny, uh-uh. fool. Stop that. Oh, you, know well, you didn't want you uh, didn't want to play Shahidi. Bookman because you wasn't big enough. Now, now you got it. You the same height. <laughs> <That's pretty>. Yara <laughs> Shahidi could play it from yeah. Blackish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She could play Penny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would just play. Wow, Janet, this is fun. Janet. I love. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Any ideas for Michael? Janet be Penny. Grown yeah. up, huh? Uh-huh. Janet grown up. Yeah, I have oh, an man. idea, but off air though. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as hell, but I'll be off the, the air. People want to hear. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> oh, hell no. You'll be off the air? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not falling for that one. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I can't wait for that. I, d- I definitely can't wait for that. It- it's going to be fun. I'll be watching that for sure. Um, yeah, we all will. Yeah, th- that's going to be fun. Jamie Foxx again was that was classic, man. George we, we, Jefferson. Yeah. You made sure you was in front of the TV every night that came on. Every with your family. Yeah. All right. Coming up in twenty minutes after the hour, uh, more trending news and uh, topics right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so Steve, we've heard from some of our listeners uh, in the DMV, that's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, uh, that area, they are still outraged. I mean, outraged. And who isn't about a man who was uh, fatally stabbed for skipping the line at Popeye's Chicken in Maryland. According to police, the victim, his name is uh, Kevin Davis. He cut or skipped the line methodically uh, to cut in front of people to get in front of the line where he was confronted by another customer. Fifteen seconds later, Davis was stabbed outside one time by the man who confronted him, police said. Uh, How does a confrontation lead to a homicide in 15 seconds? Also, did you see the viral video of this young woman tearing up her car? Yeah, I saw that and putting dents in the doors. It was a Mercedes, too, while driving because she didn't yep. want anybody skipping the line, uh, the, the drive-through line. She didn't want anyone what? getting in front of her. Yeah, th- mm-hmm. this is crazy now. Come on now. Oh, we're, we're doing too much you for know, a chicken I, I don't, sandwich. Uh, stabbing somebody over anything. Yeah. Is, period, man. It's period. But when you start getting down and you talk about over a chicken sandwich, man, what is wrong with us? 
And you know, when I say us, I mean just as a people, as human beings, man, that we don't cherish life enough of another human being to put something, something in front of it. That just that's that that's one of the sickest stories. Yeah. You know. Now this fool tearing up her car so don't nobody get in front of her. Yes, I mean over she's some chicken. Over a chicken sandwich. The, the chicken, damage right? you've done to your car so you could be next. And, and it's, it's a nice um, car. It's it's a it's a high end car. It's a Mercedes, and she's just ramming. I, I mean, just you know, yeah. some Junior. I think Junior had a good idea the other day. Junior said, "What? We ought to put up the poles outside the chicken place." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think right on there. voting day, yeah. we should move mm-hmm. at least four booths down to Popeyes. Yeah. If mm-hmm. if you that damn committed over a chicken sandwich, right. I can only imagine if you're a registered voter how enthusiastic you must be about casting your vote they for probably ain't thousands even and thousands of people who gave up their lives so you could vote. I'm just assuming. Yeah. So You've so that's that's what we should incredibly do. Incredibly yeah. dedicated. Get, give get them registered first. Steve. I like it, Steve. Get get them registered first, and then put the polling places outside Popeyes. Come mm-hmm. on now. All right, guys. Enough of this chicken stuff. Listen, <laughs> coming up at 34 <laughs> after the hour, <laughs> the wife of the University of Florida football coach causes a little controversy. Um, she kisses. She likes to kiss the players. We'll talk about it right after this. What? what? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in trending stories, guys, from uh, home station in Gainesville, Florida, the University of Florida head football coach, Dan Mullen's wife, her name is Megan. Now, you know, guess what she does? A lot of people do different things for good luck, and they want their their players to win the game and to motivate them. Well, what uh, Miss Megan does is that she gives every player a good luck kiss or a hug before every game, whether they like it or not. And here's the thing. She kisses them in the mouth. Okay? Yeah. Well, that, can I tell you something? <laughs> what? Can I tell what you see? something? What? That ain't got what? nothing to do with good luck or the game. Little Miss Megan lonely at the house. Yeah. She Just saw these big football Steve. players coming off this field. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start kissing in the mouth for these games. <laughs> who the hell do that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who the hell do yeah. that? She got some real issues going on that ain't happening yeah. at her house. Yeah. I'm going to go down here and kiss all these big, young, fine, black <laughs> linebackers. And can't wait to get my lips on this running back. This Oh, and these linemen, they just line up, men. <laughs> well, she has earned, Steve, she has earned the title of surrogate mother with the players, and she thinks of the football players as her extended family. Take a listen. They're college students, right? But there's, there's so much more demanded of them that anything I can do to, you know, lift their spirits or just acknowledge something special they're doing. You know what? Their moms aren't here. They don't get to see them every day. But when I know they're doing something special, I try to, you know, I try to do that. You don't see that really in most programs. Just to be able to see that and see the time she take out her her um, off time and writing those notes for every single player. You know, that it's sweet and it's kind. So there Aww. you go. Some of the players Aww, think it's it sweet nice. yeah. and kind. So see, Steve, there you go. But in the, mouth, yeah, that's cool. in, in the mouth, in the mouth, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, okay. My wife ain't going down there kissing all them boys, so do what you want to do. Yeah. In the that, mouth. Ain't, that, ain't, that ain't what's 
What is, what is she kissing all the asses for? <laughs> yeah. You better learn I'll how to say it high. again. I'll you say it again. In the mouth. In the mouth. In the mouth. That's not good. <laughs> What'd you say, Junior? You better learn how to high five. Kissing <laughs> <laughs> all these players in the mouth. The whole Florida Gators team gonna come down with mono. <laughs> I can see. I can see a cheek. I don't mind a cheek, but the mouth though. Mm. Yeah. Coach, your wife tongue hey. is. Uh, mean how many kisses yeah. that is every Saturday. But they look at her as a surrogate mother. Okay. Oh, oh no, okay. no, that that sounds good in the press. That ain't what it looked like. Yeah, most no, of the players cool. are cool with it. Yeah. Yeah, if the yeah. players is cool with it, they're cool, you know. But don't say nothing if you get kissed back, though. Okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. And catch one well, of the them t- boys right. <laughs> the tweet has gone viral, and uh, people are asking, is it appropriate? Because the people on social media are feeling a bit uneasy because she is a white woman, like you said, Steve. She's face-to-face and kissing mostly black and brown young men. So. Oh, that ain't got that. It's, it's, I don't think it's a race issue at all. That's not how uh, I look at it. It's uh, not a race issue. Uh, what, 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 so, okay, so what's social media saying? The white lady kissing black players, what, what? Yeah, they're saying, is this appropriate? What? You know, they're, they're feeling a bit uneasy about it. I'm just saying. But the players are cool with this. When I pull you in if it was a black players, mother down there kissing them, what? Would they, would they say it looks inappropriate if it was a if black she, mother? If she were kissing, kissing all, all white players? players in the mouth? Well, see, well, then these are people that's putting a racial spin on it. I don't right. think it's, race has is not nah. the issue here. Yeah, nah. I just don't see it as that, you know. I don't think it's a race issue. Well, why is an you act of it's... kindness turned into race? I think it's a little weird, but I, I don't think it's race. Why you all. don't kiss people on Family Feud? Why you don't do that? Oh, because yeah. they have things now that penicillin don't work on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to say because of laws and rules. No. That fool no. said penicillin. No. <laughs> Richard Dawson was kicking, kissing people when penicillin had an effect. They got stuff All right, now. Guys. <laughs> penicillin can't do nothing with Coming up next, the nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. Spread your penicillin on some bread, make some mold, and get your ass on out of here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, roaches are a deal breaker for me. Uh, but right now, the nephew. Oh Why? Man, man. Come like on, man. You got to do this. Come on, boy. I need to get me some more water. The pity, the Do it. Uh, I'm finna clown on this one. Yeah. Oh, I ain't ready yes, yet. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You just heard the title. We talking yeah. about roaches in the strawberry ladder. Uh-huh. Roaches Everybody need to stay in the car, because here I go. <laughs> but first, we we'll, we got to get to the prank phone call with the nephew. What you got for us, Neff? Choir director antics. Choir <laughs> director antics. As you know, last year, <laughs> church gave me this glove so that I may have healing power. Cat dog, <laughs> choir director, and I let's go, that. baby. Love it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Lorenzo. Lorenzo, please. Speaking. 
Last one calling. Uh, hi, this is, uh, I'm Bernard. I'm giving you a call on behalf of uh, Missionary Baptist Church and uh, doing a follow-up, actually. You, you, you've you been uh, the choir director there. Right. Uh, for what, is it uh, close to six years now? Five and a half years, yeah. Okay. And, and, and from my understanding, you're doing a great job. Everyone seems to love what you're doing on Sunday mornings, which is definitely a blessing for the entire congregation. Right. So what I was giving you a call on is there seems to be a bit of uh, discrepancy with some of the antics that is going on when you are directing the choir on Sunday mornings. Antics. Say again now. Yeah, no, no, come, no, come again. You said antics. Well, some of the members. Wait, who, who are you? Once again, I said my, my name is Bernard, and I'm actually calling on behalf. Bernard, what? What's your last name? Sir, I, I'm not. I'm not actually a member of. Uh huh. But I've been asked to give you a call and and bring some things to your attention and 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 deliver the news that the church would like for you to have. Okay. And what news is that? Well. Let me let me get back to where I was. I was stating that some people in the congregation are actually having a problem with your antics when you're directing the choir, uh, different things that they're not happy with. It is a sorrowful moment, I should say, for me to have to come to you and tell you that, you know, as of today, which is Sunday, we're going to have to um, ask you to step down as the minister of music. Hold on one second. Maybe I'm not hearing you correctly. You have a problem with, the Holy Spirit getting a hold to, of me sir, sir. I direct the choir? Well, it's, it's not necessarily, it's not the Holy Spirit at all. It, you can shout all day. That has nothing to do with it. I guess just different antics that you have, you know, that the congregation is just not. I need you to be a little more clear on what you're saying, antics. Please tell me what you're saying. So I, is it that my hair's too long? Is it that I look too cute when I'm in the choir? What what is it? Sir, I am not I don't want to hear be be the one to go tick for tack with you. Like I said, I'm not a member No, I want you to say it. Please say it. Go ahead, they fired me. They fired me today. I want you to say it and I wanna know if the pastor hired me, why didn't he fire me? Well, uh, you know, it's it's, it's kinda like a business, you know. It's it's um the higher ups uh really really keep their hands clean on these type of things. And there's always someone that has to deliver the message, you know, and I, I'm... I, and, I, and you know what, and I, I understand that, but I want you to explain to me what antics. Please tell me. Please I, tell me. I, sir, I'm not... I, listen, I'm not going to sit no, here... No, 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 no. You call to deliver the news. I need to know what antics. Okay. Are you wearing different ha- hairstyles every other Sunday? Is, 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 is your hair just completely different and... And I go to the damn beauty shop every Saturday morning. I want to look cute just like everybody else want to look cute on Sunday morning. But, yes, I do. Right, right. You got a problem with that? I, sir, like I said, I'm just a messenger. I don't have a problem with what, you know, you're doing. Well, who had a problem with it? Evidently, people... Probably some of them have a good now that I'm looking better than. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let, let me go ahead and, and ask you something else. Mm-hmm. Are you wearing blue um, contact lenses? I had on gray today. My damn suit was gray, so I had on gray. Tonight, when I was going back for the musical, I was gonna have on green. You, you was gonna wear green. Sir, you, Lorenzo, you were gonna wear green contact lenses. You damn stupid. Okay, well, are they prescribed? They prescribed if I bought them. See, sir, th- Lorenzo, these are the type of antics that they're talking about. So, y'all, I want you to see. I want you to see. Y'all see. Please say it. I, I didn't. I, <laughs> say it. 
that's 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 that that never was stated, uh, Lorenzo. But you asked me about my contacts. You asked me about my hair. Right, but I didn't ask you about anything else, though, Lorenzo. I, uh, well, I, I just want you to get to the uh, point, please, sir. Please. So, uh, are you representing the church or what? Are you in the HR department? I don't understand. I actually speak on behalf of of Pastor. Okay. Well, I tell you what. You tell to call me himself because I'm gonna show up at the musical tonight and I'm gonna have my green contacts on with my green suit. Lorenzo, I'm asking you now not to show up for the actual musical tonight. Man, if I show up, what's gonna happen? You definitely won't be. You, you what, what's what? gonna happen if I show up? Y'all gonna put me out? We can't put you out of the Lord's house, but what we you won't be playing or participating in the musical. Y'all trying to crucify me? Ain't, ain't nobody nobody's trying to crucify yeah, you. Yeah, y'all trying to crucify me. Okay, you I'm know what? I'm not going to go back I, and I'm forth. I'm too cute. I, I'm too cute for all of y'all. That's what the problem is. Hey, look, I don't have all day. I'm passing on the, the message, and that's clear. I'm just letting you understand that your your job is completely terminated at this point. Is that understood? Hell no. I'm coming to the program tonight, and I'm going to turn that I, I've been a member of that for five and a half years, and we're going to do it right. I'll let you know who I am. Wait, wait. This is what all this it's all about. It's about your antics. That's what your antics. My antics. This is what the congregation is talking about. You did you just hear what you said? You never talk to me face to face. Y'all point fingers at me. So I'm not pointing the finger at you, sir. Yeah, you yeah yeah you point them at me. I, I tell you what, hold on one second. I'm gonna call. Wait just a minute. I got one more thing to say before you do that. Are you listening to me? Yeah, I'm listening to your Sir, you're not going to talk to me in that tone. Are you You that called and disrespected me with my answer. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Are you listening? I'm listening. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your entire mass choir. What? Nephew who? This is, <laughs> this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lord have mercy. <laughs> let, let me hang up my house, folks. I can, I, I'm calling pastor right now. <laughs> you laughing? <laughs> I want to know who put you up to <laughs> You all right, man? Hell no, I ain't all right. I got to get ready for this damn program tonight. Well, Lorenzo, look here. Turn it out, because they tell me you know how to turn a church out on Sunday morning. <laughs> Oh, Lord, have mercy. You all right? I need you to call me before you ask. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Okay, man. I got one more question for you. What is, man, what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's the first man I every morning. <laughs> huh? Uh-uh. Come on now. This, what I tell you? Huh? Uh-uh. Huh? Choir director antics, baby. Uh-huh. Here goes some more antics. Holiday comedy jam. It's going down. That is Friday, December the 20th at the Met Philadelphia. It is me. It is Earthquake. It is J. Anthony Brown. It is the one and only junior. Kia Spates, we will be in the building. Tickets on sale right now at all Ticketmaster outlets. Now, let me see if I can explain this next one. Uh, oh, my. I can't do it, but I'm I'm gonna tell y'all, boy, you hear your boy, what? your boy moving on up, and <laughs> I'm moving on up in the comedy world. I'm gonna tell y'all, man, y'all ain't ready for the next. I'm gonna give y'all this announcement tomorrow, and y'all gonna get it. You gonna get it, get it, okay? All right, I got some, I got some for you now. 
All right. Thank you, nephew. Can't wait. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject roaches are a deal breaker for me right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. If you're ready to travel again, Dulles International and Reagan National Airports are working hard to help you have a safe and enjoyable journey. We've implemented health and safety measures like sanitizing more often and requiring face coverings. And with shopping and dining options available in every concourse, you can enjoy a meal or grab a snack before you board. Visit MWAA.com slash safety to learn more about our safety measures and see available concessions. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You hear that? Mm-hmm. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. <laughs> All right, Steve, get ready. <laughs> Subject, roaches are a deal breaker for me. Dear Stephen Shirley, I need your help. I am 27 years old and I have lived with my fiance for two years. We bought our first house together and everything was great until recently when my fiance's brother moved in with us temporarily. His brother is going through a divorce and he has lived with everyone in the family. He's worn out his welcome everywhere, so I didn't mind him staying with us for a couple of weeks till he got on his feet. A couple of weeks have turned into two months and I want him out of our house. He is the nastiest man I have ever seen. Our guest bedroom smells like dirty clothes and feet when I walk by it. He hasn't washed his clothes since he's been at our house, and he takes showers twice a week. I hate it when he's in the kitchen because he leaves it a mess. The final straw was last week when I peeked in his room and saw styrofoam containers by his bed with old molded food and crumbs everywhere. But that's not the worst part. Stephen Shirley, there was a family of baby roaches on the nightstand just feasting on all of the crumbs. I shrieked so loudly that my fiance ran in to check on me. I do not keep a nasty house and we have never had roaches. I told my fiance that his brother had to go and he told me to calm down because he would handle the situation. I want this man and his roaches out of my house. I know that this man doesn't have anywhere else to go. That's not my problem. 
My fiancé has questioned my family loyalty and told me it is a deal breaker for marriage. I was shocked and thought maybe I need to reconsider marrying him too if he thinks it's okay for his family to abuse our new home. Am I being unreasonable? Please advise. No, you're not, you're not being unreasonable, not at all. Uh, you said we bought our first house together, so it's your house too. And, and why should you have to put up with this or, or his nasty brother? Uh, if, if he has the nerve to question your family loyalty because you don't want to live with roaches, yes, ma'am, you should absolutely uh, reconsider marrying him. Question him. Why, why does, is it okay for him to live with roaches? Now we all know why his brother uh, is getting a divorce. His wife probably couldn't take it anymore either. Uh, and, and when, when is your when is your fiance going to say something to his brother? When is he going to say to him about leaving? You clearly said in the letter that that your fiance said he was going to handle it. Well, when? If not now, when? If the roaches don't do it, I mean, if the the molded food and the containers and the, and the stinky smell coming out of the room and all of that, if that didn't make him go handle it, roaches won't make him go handle it. <laughs> I mean, really? Uh, is your fiancé okay with roaches? That's what you need to reconsider because this whole letter, uh, the, the brother has worn out his welcome with the rest of his family members. You were being nice. Okay, so, so no more Mr. Nice Guy now. You all need to talk about this. It needs to all be out in the open. He needs to find somewhere else to go. And your fiancé needs to handle it. And again, this is your house too, so you have every right to speak up steve well well well. roaches <laughs> are a deal breaker for me this lady's 27 lived with her fiance two years they finally bought their first house together everything was going good until your fiance's brother moved in his brother's going through a divorce and has lived with everyone in the family he's worn out his welcome everywhere so I didn't mind him staying with us for a couple of weeks till he got on his feet. Excuse me, let's back up. Mm. You don't mind him staying with y'all for a couple of weeks, but everybody else, he done wore out his welcome everywhere. So I didn't mind him staying, uh-uh, right there. If you done wore your welcome out everywhere, I'm not gonna say I don't mind him staying with us for a couple of weeks till he got on his feet. Cause you know what happened? A couple of weeks, it turned into two months. I want him out of our house. This is the nastiest man I've ever seen. Our guest room smells like dirty clothes and feet when I walk by. See, that's, let me tell you something about feet. That's a hard what? smell to walk past. Feet grab. Let me tell you something. Yeah. yeah. Here's something. Yeah, feet grab. Now, let me tell you something. Feet funk is actually got hands on it. It grabs you. Oh, yeah. It knocks you down. <laughs> yes. It shakes you to wake you up. <laughs> Feet funk actually got hands. <sighs> I don't mind. Then he's worn out his welcome, so I don't mind him staying with us. Two weeks to turn into two months. He's nasty. Mm. The bedroom smell. <sighs> he ain't washed his clothes since he's been at our house. He's been there two months. He ain't washed nothing. You ain't seen a piece of laundry. Ain't nobody got two months worth of draws. 
I'm going to tell you this right now. What? Nobody <laughs> has two months to fly a draw. No. <laughs> Nobody got that. You just got 60 <laughs> pair of draws. <laughs> no one has two months a draw. You might have two months of savings. <laughs> you might have two months worth of gas in your car. You might have two months worth of groceries. What you ain't got is two months of draws in mm. no damn draw. It's probably them draws. That's that ain't feet. Mm. That's something else you smelling when you go by there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve. Listen. Uh, <laughs> Part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. <sighs> right after this, Roach is our deal breaker for me. Ah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, you were just getting into it really good, too. Subject roaches are a deal breaker for me. Ooh. 27-year-old lady been a fiancé with this man for two years. They lived together. They bought their first house. His brother got in trouble going through a divorce. He's lived with everybody in the family. He the water's welcome. Mm. So I didn't mind him staying with us for a couple of weeks till he got on his feet. Two weeks turned into two months, and you want him out. He is the nastiest man I've ever seen. The guest room smells like dirty clothes and feet when I walk by. That's probably something else. That ain't just feet. <laughs> yeah. He ain't washed clothes since he been in our house. And he takes showers twice a week. That's what we talking about. See, that twice is just week. When you take a shower twice a week, let me tell you the psychology behind people Ooh. who take showers twice a week. Break it down. They don't like showers, and they try to avoid them until they can't stand they damn self. <laughs> That's and it right all there. Let me, uh-huh. All I guess I had to go on in here. I tried sitting here. Ooh, but I can't take me no more. <laughs> so that's the problem. Yeah. He hasn't washed his clothes since he's been here. Takes showers twice a week. I hate it when he in the kitchen because he leaves a mess. You, you, you're just describing a trifling person. Mm-hmm. Final straw was when I peeked in his room and I saw styrofoam containers by his bed with old moldy food and crumbs everywhere. But here's the worst part, Steve and Shirley. That was a family. Now, I want y'all to listen to this line. Mm-hmm. That was a family of baby roaches on the nightstand <laughs> just feasting on all the crumbs. <laughs> lady, lady, you got to really start thinking about getting out this damn house. <laughs> yes. When you see baby roaches mm. in the daytime out and leisurely snacking, on something on the nightstand, leisurely that snacking. Crawled up the back of the nightstand. Uh huh. Went back down there and got his friends and came back. <laughs> Y'all come on, lady. Come on. <laughs> if you start seeing baby roaches, mm-hmm. you can't count the roaches that's in that house. Once you see baby roaches, you got to set that house on fire. <laughs> Fire. You got to burn this damn house down and try to get an insurance claim and make it look like it was something else. Because you have no idea how many damn roaches is in there. Roaches is a deal breaker. Roaches is a deal breaker for most people. I done broke up with people over roaches. Mm. 
Yeah. Seen it happen myself. Then when you really? saw the rope, you screamed so loud, your fiance ran in to check on me. I don't mm-hmm. keep a nasty house. Well, you do now because you move funky in. <laughs> funky in that extra bedroom to do what the hell he wants to. Funky. And let's just use it for all time's sake. Let's just use a, uh, the radio name of one of my favorite DJs of all time. Funky Larry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Funky Larry. <laughs> but I'm just using Funky Larry as an acronym to use to the man that's in there, and you walk past his door and it smells like feet. That ain't feet, lady. <laughs> when a man showers twice a week and you walk past his room and you smell what you think is feet, let me clear this up for you. Feet has a similar smell to ass from a distance. Wait, 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 wait. Need you to think about it. Say that one more time. Say that again. Feet has a very similar smell to ass from a distance. You can't can't tell which one is which. Let me tell you something. You don't know which one is which. Like if somebody opened their butt, if somebody opened their butt over there by a window and you over here by the door, when you walk by the door, it has lost its pungency and has taken on the tone of bad feet. What is that? Mm. But that's ass. Clearly, I want you to understand what that is. Uh, Okay, one more time. Let this be the lesson from Here it is. Listen to me. Let let me teach it to you again. Okay. Uh -uh. The odor of feet has the same smell as ass from a distance. (laughs) What is is, it? If you open up your butt, and, and you take too off much. your gym shoe that's been in your foot, been in it for two days. Now, he ain't showered for two days. He done took this gym shoe off and it's been in there for two days. If you smell it up close, it's just like somebody's butt 12 feet away. It's the same thing. It's the same smell. It's got... Now, the roaches is drawn to that. <laughs> Because <laughs> butt and feet to a roach is the equivalent of <laughs> lemon meringue. What? Yeah. Butt and feet to a roach is lemon meringue to a human. <laughs> I'm just teaching today. You better teach to repeat that. Steve Harvey, you better teach. All right, listen. We come back. I'm going to teach you these lessons again. Enough, Steve, please. (laughs) Enough. (laughs) Post your comments, please, on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Oh, I'm sure. And Instagram (laughs) and Facebook. Uh, Don't forget to um, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour from the talk, it is our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top. Top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk. Shirley Underwood is 
That's what I'm talking about, Steve. I'm happy, baby. I'm so happy right now because under Black Radio Solidarity, that's our movement to drive souls to the polls. Get your names on the roads by filling out your census 2020 forms. Then have travel goals to come to D.C. where we will historically recreate the 1963 March on Washington in August of 2020. I'm happy right now. Why? Virginia is now blue, yes. baby. Uh-huh. They yeah. took yes. over the state house and the Senate, and mm-hmm. they got the governor. You know, he working things out. You know, we're going to kind of ignore those things, Carla and Shirley, you know, for <laughs> us to get what we need to get. So shout out to everybody in Virginia. Kentucky might have a Democratic yes. governor because mm-hmm. the Democratic dude that already claimed it. Yes, and we yes, claimed he it. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. That he claimed it, didn't he? Then he brought uh-huh. a daddy yep. and he used to be the governor. So yeah, I'm happy moderate. this is happening. Why am I happy this is happening? First of all, to everybody that voted out there, Republican, Independent, and Democratic, we are proud mm-hmm. that you are out here voting. You have got That's to vote. It. But I got a special shout out for all my brothers and sisters in NPHC organizations that are out there doing that service work. So Steve, shouting out to Omega Psi Phi, Tommy, Kappa Alpha Psi, all the AKs, all the Deltas, everybody, Sigma Gamma Rose, everybody out there, anybody I miss. Why am I doing this? Because I'm on my way to Tempe, Arizona to have another town hall meeting and Chi Alpha Zeta chapter, they supported this movement so we can have this town hall meeting. It is not over. We got to be ready all the way to the yes. November 2020 yes. election. Warren Ballantyne will moderate while we continue to drive souls to the polls for a year. Then I got to shout out my sorrow of Zeta Phi Beta, Lonnie Daphne, for being elected the first African-American female to the West Des Moines School Board. So on behalf of Zetas all over the world, I'm throwing a big party at the Bayou Classic. You want to experience the power of Zeta? The only way you can get in, you got to get this code. It's at the bunker room in the uh, Superdome. So if you want to go to this party, we're going to have food. We're going to have fun. It's November the 29th. The only way you can get in, find a Zeta right now. Food, fun, fellowship, Bayou Classic. See me, Saraz. I'm out, Steve Harvey. All right, right, Cheryl Underwood. Love you, Cheryl. Congratulations, too. You know it. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. All right, Tommy, let's go. Well, it's that time, Shirley. Oh, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. She is here, <laughs> Carla Farrell, <laughs> yeah. with what yeah, reality update? Thank you, nephew. Well, 
Steve, what? I need that girl. Come on, Steve. Mm. I'm I, you ain't you ain't said nothing yet. <laughs> okay, well wait till I tell you this. The yeah. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Come on, girl. They on. are back. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they back. Uh-huh. They back. They girl, back. That's, what, right. that's so what I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know every day you've been waiting on it. <laughs> well, Thank here we go. You, this past Fine. Sunday, this finally, right? The season premiere, season 12. Season 12 wow. of, wow, right? Real Housewives mm-hmm. of Atlanta. Really? And Nene was not on the show. Kenya Moore is back. Yes, she and is. And the show was focused. Yes, she is back. And the show kind of focused on Candy, Portia, Cynthia, Eva. Eva's back and Kenya. Now, rumor has it that Nene will be on the maybe the third episode of this mm-hmm. season. Oh, and okay. that she wasn't on the first two episodes because I hear she was dealing with contract issues. And also, mm-hmm. she was kind of salty that Kenya is back. So, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what's going on with that. Anyway, um, you know. Nene and Cynthia, you know, they kind of fell out last season. Their friendship is over. So yeah. that's that. One but it's wife, all. Name mm-hmm. one housewife that. Uh, I'm listening. What's her name? Nene. Not, not Kenya. Nene. Name one uh-huh. housewife that Nene ain't fell out. Mm. Oh. <sighs> Well, you it guys there. It ain't one. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say Marlo, but that's not true because they fell out too. She fell out with Marlo yeah. too. And Marlo's a friend of the Housewives. So, yeah, she's pretty yeah. much had beef with pretty much everybody yeah. on the show. Keeps the show But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the show is a lot about babies. Babies mm-hmm. this season. Kenya's beautiful daughter, Brooklyn. You know, we oh, got yeah. to see her. She's on the show. And Kenya on the show is talking about dealing with a long-distance marriage to her husband, Mark, who's in New York. And so she's dealing with, you know, it's hard being in a yeah. long-distance marriage and flying back and forth and trying to see the baby and and raising this baby. So you see that going on in in Kenya's life, Portia's life. You know, Portia just had her beautiful daughter, PJ, and Mm -hmm. it was rumored that her baby daddy, fiancé, Dennis, was fooling around. So they're not together on the show. They're not together. And so Kenya, I mean, Portia's having a hard time dealing with that with her new baby and her family. You know, her mom and sister, they're there supporting her. Mm -hmm. Todd and Candy. Where's Sheree? Sheree is not on the show. She wasn't there last season either. Uh, Sheree is gone. Y'all gotta gotta let that (laughs) go. She's not there. I ain't watching till Sheree comes back. I'm just telling you. Oh, wait. It's gonna probably be a minute then. (laughs) 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 And Todd and Candy, you know, they are having a baby via surrogate. (laughs) Candy and Todd. Yeah. Yeah, Candy and Todd, they are having a baby via surrogate, and so you get to see that journey that they're on. So that's why I said this season is a lot about babies. And then Mm. finally, Cynthia, she has been dropping a lot of hints to her man, Mike Hill. She wants to get married. Now, Steve, you introduced them, and so she's been posting wedding gowns on the gram and everything. She's dropping a lot of hints, and Mike is telling her to chill out. Let the process happen. Let me propose. Don't rush me into this. 
Yeah, yeah. So let it happen. So that's the thing with Cynthia. So that was the first episode. And then finally, before I run out of time, on the scripted TV show Power, I just Mm -hmm. want to know, child, are y'all coping? How are y'all coping with the fact that Ghost was shot? (sighs) How y'all doing? I I knew it. I knew it. it. At the beginning of this season, somebody going to pop a cap in Ghost. All right, hit me yeah, up at Lucifer really Carla. Difficult. We'll talk about it. Steve knew it was going to happen. We can talk about Power and Real Housewives of Atlanta 20 after. We'll be back. Holla. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in trending music news, apparently Chris Brown was really serious about his yard sale, guys. A few weeks after announcing plans to sell off designer duds from brands like Gucci, uh, Balenciaga, and uh, Supreme at knockoff prices, Breezy came across with the details. He posted his actual home address on Instagram, encouraging followers to come by and buy some of his old stuff for cheap. Really? Mm. Have you ever done that, Steve? He put his home address on the gram mm-hmm. to sell off Wait, his stuff. Wait, that's a good idea. Uncle Steve with a yard sale. Done... No, what? no, we use uh, thereal.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. we put all of the designer stuff up on there, and they sell it. And we take the proceeds. Mm-hmm. They get a fee for selling it, yeah, but we take do. the proceeds mm-hmm. and we give it to our foundation. And last year we made a really, really big financial donation oh, to our. Cool. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking like that's the president, smart president right now. A really big, really huge something, yeah. really huge. Terrific. Something Terrific. really huge. <laughs> but I want him to do it in something yard, so man. good, so big. Uh-huh. No, yeah. I'm not going to do no yard sale out here watching stuff on the table. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you got to keep your ass good. moving at a yard show, sale. Show them, you, show them you real, dog. Do it from the yard. I am real. On, on therealdot.com. <laughs> Put all kinds of stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Chris Brown did it. He just cut out the middle man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Guys, we got more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. David Letterman, Ice Cube, George Wallace. Those were just a few of the people who spoke at John John Witherspoon's homecoming service, a homegoing service. The 77-year-old passed away suddenly after going into cardiac arrest at his home in Sherman Oaks last week. Uh, Letterman, who started off in the comedy game with John, uh, Richard Pryor, Robin Williams, and Jay Leno, kicked off the celebration. He said, I can't tell you the disappointment that this day brings me because John was supposed to speak at my funeral. Now what am I going to do? Uh, <laughs> he, he joked before adding, if you're interested, sign up in the lobby. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> Meanwhile, Ice Cube had a touching tribute um, to John Witherspoon, and he spoke about how John could take any script, no matter how bad it was, and make it, it something special. He probably summed it up, uh, summed up the sentiment on the uh of the day when he said the world is just not as funny without John Witherspoon. Others who paid tribute to the legend included Cedric the Entertainer and Bill Bellamy. Regina King wasn't able to be at the service, but she sent along a video tribute. The Witherspoon family asked that instead of flowers, donations be made to the Actors Fund or the Angela and John Witherspoon Family Foundation for the Arts. Wow. 
Wow, he was loved. Wow, he, was. he really was. Man. When you see those types of people coming to a funeral, speaking, taking the time out, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. says a lot, man. It really, really does. That yeah, the life does. you lived counted and mattered to so many. So that's great. Yeah. That's good yeah. news. In other entertainment news, ABC will show a live recreation of two of 70 sitcoms in front of a studio audience uh, the week before Christmas. Get ready for All in the Family. It will be followed by Good Times. The cast for Good Times will be announced in the coming weeks. Wow. The All in the Family and the Jeffersons live uh, recreation was a ratings winner. You remember that back in May with uh, Jamie Foxx playing George Jefferson. Remember that? Uh, ABC recreated shows from multiple Emmy-winning Um, Norman Lear creations, Woody Harrelson and Marisa Tomei played the iconic lead roles of Archie and Edith Bunker. It was good. I remember Mm -hmm. that. It was. It was really good. Yeah. It's good. Guys, we got more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning. Looking for great entertainment? Sign up for Peacock, the free streaming service from NBC Universal. Peacock has the perfect pick for any mood with thousands of hours of hit movies and shows. Looking for a family movie night? Check out awesome hits like Trolls World Tour. In the mood for laughs, get your comedy fix with The Office. And don't miss critically acclaimed dramas, award-winning movies, and more. Plus, get access to exclusive originals like AP Bio and Saved by the Bell, as well as tons of kids' entertainment like Curious George and Trolls-topia. For the latest updates, check out Peacock's timely news and live sports coverage. Catch dozens of always-on channels like The Choice and NBC Sports on Peacock. Peacock is the best of streaming and the best of TV. To get started, sign up now for free at PeacockTV.com. This episode is brought to you by Guaranteed Rate. Still searching for your dream home? Start at Rate.com. Guaranteed Rate's digital mortgage process makes applying for your mortgage fast and seamless, whether you're looking to buy or refi, and lets you apply from anywhere, anytime. Thinking about refinancing? Jump on low interest rates while they're still here and see if you can lower your monthly payment. Looking to purchase? Guaranteed Rate can help get you one step closer to your dream home. No matter where you're starting your mortgage journey, Guaranteed Rate is here to help because they put the customer first instead of the lender. Their 95% customer satisfaction rating says it all. Start at Rate.com to apply today. Whether you're looking to buy or refi, Guaranteed Rate has got your back nationwide. Go to Rate.com to start your digital mortgage application today. That's R-A-T-E dot Equal housing lender. Subject to credit approval. Savings, if any, will vary. Satisfaction score from 2020 internal data. Restrictions apply. Company NMLS, consumeraccess.org. All right, we are back. Last break of the day. Here is Steve with just one more thing in our closing remarks. I want to give you an analogy, everybody, that I came up with a long time ago about uh, reaping the harvest of your labor. I think that's what all of us want to do. We are, uh, most folks I know don't mind working. So if you work, yeah, you want to get paid. You want to reap a benefit. So growing up around the farm with my uncle and my grandfather. I learned some things about farming that I've applied to my current life. I'm gonna share it with you today. If you look at yourself as a farmer, which we all are, we are all trying to grow some crop that will one day benefit us in selling at the market or being able to have a big spread and eat and sustain our life. That's how we look at it. But before you can benefit from this, You got to till the earth. You got to till the ground. You got to get out there and you got to turn that soil over and flip it over to prime it and getting ready for planting. 
So when you plant, you want to make rows. So let's say you walk your mule down to the end of the row with a plow attached to it. When you get down to the end of the row, you stop. You're going to go back to the beginning of that row, and you're going to start dropping seeds in the ground and cover them up with your hand as you go. This is how you start the process to be a success. After you've covered it, <laughs> it takes a long time. This is not a day's process now. I'm giving you something that happens over years. You go back down to that row after you plant all your seeds and you cover them. You hook yourself back up to the plow and you come all the way down that row back to where you started to make your second row. You unhook yourself from the plow and you go back up there and you drop some more seeds in the ground and you start covering them up till you're all the way back at your plow, which is one row over from the row you first started in. Now, when you look at your row that you first started in, it's time to start watering the seeds that you planted. And you walk down there and you water, 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 water. You come back down to the beginning, you hook yourself up to the plow and you start making your third row of seeds. You gotta constantly be planting. You gotta constantly be, be, be planting seeds. And when you make that third row and you get down at the top, you go back to the second row and you start watering that row. Well, by the time you get to around row five of planting, <laughs> row one is starting to sprout. There's some crop coming up out the ground. And when that crop comes out the ground, what you don't want to do is go over there and start eating it right away. Because it ain't even came to fruition. It's not full bearing fruit or full bearing corn. You're just going to be eating stalks. So you got to be patient and let it grow so it can turn into something. Now, along the way, you start making your other rows. You got to go back every now and then. You got to put out pesticides because the haters is coming. You got to put pesticides out to protect from against the little haters, the little people that's trying to eat your crops before they grow up. Put some pesticides out. So you go down there and you keep planting your rows and you got 30 rows made. 30 rows, you look down there, row one, starting to bear fruit. Now you can go down there and you can start eating off of row one. But row 30 still needs to be tended to. Row 15 needs fertilizer. You need water sometimes. Sometimes you gotta cut them back. Sometimes you gotta walk back through your crops and check for weeds. Have you hired somebody? Or you allowed a relative or a friend to infiltrate your plan and they down there just messing up your garden, digging holes in it and knocking over your crop. You got to go back and you got to de-weed your crops. You got to get rid of some people because if you're not careful, they back there messing up what you done worked for. And just keep planting rows. Just keep planting seeds. You just keep covering up with dirt. You just keep watering them. You keep going back and provide pesticides until you look up and you got so many rows, so many rows. And the further you look back, there's more crops coming up out the ground. There's more trees bearing fruit. There's more corn stalks producing corn. And now you can go back and eat. That's what they call fruits of your labor. That's when you can go back and you can start eating. But you got to constantly tend to the garden, man, because the pesticides are always a problem. The weeds growing up amongst your crops is always a problem. We are all farmers in life. We are all hoping to reap the benefits. Now, sometimes as a farmer, a drought hits. Ain't no water. Sometimes as a farmer, a flood come through. 
These are the things that happen in life all the time. Because floods and droughts hit farmers. They don't stop farming. They know they got to start again. And they just do it because they understand that's the process of reaping the benefits of harvesting from your labor. They understand that. So farmers don't stop farming because the drought comes. They run through the dry spell and they just keep planting because they know the sun is coming up. They know that the flood's going to dissipate and they're going to have to be, and then they'll be successful. Keep planting, everybody. Keep, keep tending to your garden. Keep guarding yourself against the haters with the pesticide. Keep getting out the weeds out your garden. Tend to your crops. They will pay off in the long run because all of us at the end of the day is just a bunch of farmers out here. That's all it is. All right, y'all have a great one, man. Hey, uh, uh, thank you. Uh. Just trying to keep you encouraged. Hey, uh. Keep farming. You do that. Uh. I'm going to do it, huh? You do that. So we finna open up our own whole food or something? <laughs> <laughs> All of dead. that he just told you, and that's what you got out of that? That we're yeah. going to open up our own? I mean, we finna get some tractors. I mean, some. you know what I mean when I say Garden home. tools. Yeah. We in. How many rows we got? You said row 30, row 50. How many? He's so stupid. I mean, oh what? God. I we, what we should do is stuff. do weed see, and food. See, that way see. we sell weed, then people get the money. Stop them, saying, stop saying weed. <laughs> what? Yeah. Get what? your own guard. We need a weed slash grocery store. <laughs> Steve, that was brilliant closing <laughs> remarks. Your yeah. nephew Very on profound. the other hand. <laughs> Spend all my time trying to care. Oh, no. Ain't got no <laughs> mentoring yet. Steve, take us home, uh, No mentoring. I said have a great weekend. He messed that up. It's Thursday. Okay. Yeah. I'm working this weekend anyway. So. <laughs> you going to be in the field? <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 